Welcome to this Stroke Journey podcast, brought to you by the National Stroke Education Center at the University of Cincinnati, your premier source for comprehensive diagnostic and therapeutic stroke education from the pre-hospital and emergency settings through the ICU and rehabilitation. Please welcome today's host, Dr. William Knight. Hello, my name is Bill Knight, coming to you from the National Stroke Education Center here at the University of Cincinnati. Today, I'm joined by two of my emergency medicine colleagues, Dr. Charlie Kircher and Dr. Chris Richards, to talk about a topic that has really revolutionized stroke in the emergency department. All three of us are emergency physicians who practice the, the care of uh, stroke medicine in both consultative services as well as as emergency physicians. And telemedicine has really changed how we've done this in the last 10 years. And Chris, I want to start with you. If we take that big picture question, which is the title of this podcast, telemedicine, what have we done? How has this changed the care of the stroke patient in the emergency department? Well, Dr. Knight, I think you said it best. I mean, it really has revolutionized the ability to facilitate that acute evaluation for suspected stroke patients and to help emergency departments really across the United States and the world in making that decision of thrombolysis in a timely manner. So that time of rushing in your car, trying to drive 45 minutes to an outlying hospital to help make that decision are gone. We can really be there in real time in a matter of seconds, bringing up the the pad. The other neat application here has been in the mobile stroke unit. Now that we've seen that expand out, that's really been a window to offer our stroke expertise right there, even before the patient even gets to the emergency department. Yeah, that's a good point. It really anybody with a computer or a, or a tablet can have a, a stroke consultant immediately at the bedside versus that concept of physically bringing the consultant in, particularly when you have rural or even more distant um, community hospitals. And then even in the back of an ambulance, which we, we have through a mobile stroke unit. It all sounds well and good. It's easy. Um, we can take call from home um, or from anywhere, really, with a Wi-Fi connection and a, and a tablet. But what are the downsides, Charlie? What have you seen? You've been you're the, the co-director of our stroke team and, and really em, employ and deploy this technology across our, our regional layout of all of the hospitals that we serve. What are the downsides? Thanks, Bill. You know, I agree that it's been a revolution in how we take call, but when we have staffing issues, I want to be clear that an iPad never actually treated a stroke. It facilitates consultation for difficult decision-making or to confer about risks and benefits, but the impetus still needs to be on rapid treatment of, of disabling strokes. Um, typically, you know, the flow is that the patient's telemedicine evaluation doesn't start until after they get back from imaging if they go straight to CT. And what I cringe to see happen is a nurse taking 10 or 15 minutes to set up or troubleshoot an iPad when that time can be spent verifying inclusion and exclusion criteria, getting a patient weight, getting TPA to the bedside, doing the things that actually drill down on your door to needle times. So a video evaluation of a patient is nice to have, but the most important piece is getting a discussion going with the primary physician taking care of the patient, the consultant, and the patient and their family. And I wanna make sure that our video devices, when they're not working well, don't get in the way of rapid decision-making for patient care. Yeah, you bring up that concept of the technology. And, and I think from when we first started to use telemedicine in Cincinnati, the technology was very expensive. And in a very short period of time, it has become not expensive, readily available to 
um, hospitals without a, a lot of resources. Um, however, it is still technology and it breaks down and you have Wi-Fi connectivity, et cetera, that plays into it. In our last couple of minutes, question really for both of you, if you could each uh, come up with one or two points to this, what is the future of telemedicine? How is this going to evolve since it has come so far, even in the last couple of years? What is the, the future look? Chris, we can start with you. Yeah, I think it really is building on the expansion of where we can put the other end of the camera, to be perfectly honest. And so we've been talking about this, not only in the mobile stroke unit, but even in conventional EMS systems, where maybe we actually offer some additional expertise uh, for um, on-scene crews. But especially, like you said, in the more rural environments, where you can really just expand out that reach into areas where we've never been before. Charlie? Yeah, I think one key area for me is leveraging the platforms that exist in the ER to improve care across multiple specialties. Um, some systems have tried to set up a telemedicine evaluation of any condition requiring transfer to higher level of care. And I think that paradigm is an interesting one to explore. You know, if you have a specialist available at your university referral center 24-7 and they can see the patient on video, you know, do they really need to come ER to ER, or can they make recommendations to coordinate care so the patient can stay close to where they are and avoid a transfer that just results in two long ED lengths of stay? That's perfect. And I, and I think that from my own end, if I was to answer my own question, I think that we as the consultant need to continue to evolve and improve on the fidelity of our exams and, and that the performance of a neurologic exam on telemedicine is very challenging. And we need to continue to evolve with that technology to be able to bring uh, that service and that ability of both diagnostics and therapeutics to the bedside without the delays that Charlie talked about, um, learning how to evolve on how to do those exams in a limited fashion, um, not being right at the bedside. Fellas, this has been great. This is, uh, we are out of time uh, at this point. Um, I appreciate you coming to talk about telemedicine and stroke. Um, this wraps up this podcast with the National Stroke Education Center. This is Bill Knight coming to you from the University of Cincinnati. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. This Stroke Journey podcast is a collaboration between the National Stroke Education Center, MCRAIG International, and MedEd On The Go. For more comprehensive, high-quality educational resources for healthcare professionals, please visit strokejourney.com.